Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's a turnover. Skinner holds it. Scores! Jeff Skinner opens the scoring as the Kraken turn it over and the Sabres with some hard work in the first 4.57 of this game and it pays off for the one nothing lead. Your highlights of the game. Moments of the game brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For the moments in life, go forth to Firth. Looking at a couple things on the Steelers. I heard on One Bills Live, Chris Brown talking about how often they run on first down. And what I've got here is pass rate over-expected, like run rate, pass rate over-expected. This is a spot where the Bills have lived at the top with the Chiefs and the Bengals. This year, the Bills are not that high over-expected on pass rate and run rate. They're eighth in the league. And Pittsburgh, this is how often you run it versus pass it and how often you should. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 30th in the league in pass rate over-expected, meaning when they should pass it, they run it. They run on first down. They run when they shouldn't. You get them in a second and long, they're going to run to get in third and manageable. They punt all the time. And of all the playoff teams, they are number one, and by number one I mean the worst, in their fourth down decision-making when it comes to punts and kicks. So they walk in with a mindset to lose. They walk in with a game plan that is a losing game plan against the team here that is superior. And my guess is they'll probably lean into it further. That's what Mike Tomlin teams do. They're going to think if we run the ball and keep it close and they're going to punt, they're going to trust the defense. They don't want to give Josh Allen short fields, I'm sure. I'd fully expect Pittsburgh not to do what they should do, which is, hey, we got to try something. I bet they punt. I bet they run. And if the Bills, of course, don't kind of throw up all over their shoes, they should be just fine. 803-0550. We'll talk about this game, Super Bowl or bust. I want to play you this clip, though, from Dan Orlovsky. I'll probably play it like one or two times during the show because it's just it's fantastic. So he's talking on Get Up on ESPN yesterday about Josh Allen and about the interceptions. And maybe it jumped out at you a couple weeks ago when Mike Greenberg was jumping on this train. And for any of you out there that have joined into the uh, the religion that is punts our turnovers – this will be music to your ears. It's more than just about Allen. It's about interceptions as a concept. And Dan Orlovsky did some work on the last few years in the NFL. I, I don't expect you to bust out a legal pad and a pen to take notes on this, but it's about as good as it gets. 
I talked about the touchdown to interception ratio. He's top three in the NFL over the last four seasons, top two when it comes to that. I wanted to bring a different angle because everyone constantly talks about the end result, right? The end result. So in 2020, who won the Super Bowl? What team won the Super Bowl? The Buccaneers. Okay, do you know where Tom Brady ranked when it came to interceptions thrown that season? He threw a lot, right? Yeah, he yeah. threw the third most that season. Yeah. You know who threw the least when it comes to starters? Baker Mayfield. Who won the Super Bowl that year? 2021. Stafford, right? And threw a ton of picks, yeah. Led the NFL in interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe I like Burrow, where you're going, yeah. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes threw the third most. So the Super Bowl winner threw the most. And then Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, who were in the conversation for top two, top three, threw the third most interceptions. You know who threw the least that year? Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, your, your other guy. Let's yeah. go to last year, 2022. Who won the Super Bowl? Who won the Super Kansas Bowl? Kansas City, yeah. You know where Patrick Mahomes ranked throwing interceptions last year? How many? Second most. Uh, behind, you know yeah. where Joe Burrow was? Third most. You know who threw the least? Daniel Jones. So can we stop this stupid conversation about interceptions and, oh, my gosh, Josh Allen, and it's going to be the reason that they don't win a Super Bowl? The last three quarterbacks who've won Super Bowls have all been in the top three or four of interceptions thrown that season. I guess we can go home now, right? Let's go home. That's it. Results. Everybody gets so worked up about interceptions, and if you're a good quarterback, you're going to throw them. And you don't want to, but just you know, come on. It's it's one of these stats, right? Like if you lead the league in strikeouts, but you also lead the league in home runs. Like, okay, good. If you are trying to think of like where you can bargain for – oh, I know what I'm thinking of. It's Belichick being tied for the most wins – I'm sorry, the most losses of all time. Bill Belichick is one of the most losingest coaches of all time. Why? Because he's good. If you are bad, you don't get another chance to lose games. If you're a starting pitcher that gets a ton of losses, the reality is that might mean you're good because the team rolls you out there because they think you're good enough to win. You're not always going to win, but you're good enough to win. And in the case of Brady, Mahomes, Allen, last year it was Dak Prescott, who everyone got so worked up about his interceptions. It's like, yeah, the good quarterbacks are going to throw interceptions. That's how it works in the – in the 90s, like in the Jim Kelly era, interceptions as a, for a league were way higher. Maybe that's why everyone gets so worked up about it now is because interception percentage dropped so far down, so low, that they became a bit more of a rare occurrence. As Pat, like The volume in passing went up, and interceptions did not follow. Because if it did, you'd have guys with like 30 interceptions on the regular. But thank you to Dan Orlovsky. Welcome to the movement. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Turnovers are overrated. Now, if you have like a million of them, it's going to get bad. It's going to be tough to overcome. But even then, 803-0550. We'll get your calls on this, your thoughts on this. Mike in Orchard Park next up. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jeremy. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I, uh, I, for me, it's still Super Bowl or bust, and, and I'll tell you why. Um, it, before kickoff in week one, there was every expectation I had that the Bills were going to go to the Super Bowl, right, and, and win it because I thought we were poised. We had the team ready to go. All of a sudden, in the middle of the season, we're 5-5, five and five, right? So I think a lot of people's expectations lowered, and they were just like, hey, let's just get to the, let's just get to the playoffs, right? Yeah. And you take back those three games that, in, in my opinion, are okay, it's on paper, right? But we should have beat the Jets, the Patriots, and the Broncos. We should still, in my opinion, be the, be the number one seed. I, I can't give the Bills a pass if all they do is make the playoffs and, and make a little run, but don't get to the Super Bowl. My expectation is still on that team before kickoff on week one, that we are a great team that deserves to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's that's who I'm think, looking at is is those bills. I still have the expectation that they are go to, they should go to the Super Bowl. I mean, take back those three games, right? You can't, but if you take back those three games that I absolutely think we should have won, we're, we're fourteen and three, and, and so there's there's where my expectations are. They get to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying you fire the coach yeah. if they don't meet my expectations. I'm just saying I'm going to be extremely disappointed because this team can beat the Baltimore Ravens. We've done it before. We are every bit as good. If we play the Ravens like we played Miami early in the season when we when we took them apart, we're we're going to the Super Bowl, you know. And and the other comment I had was about interceptions. Dan Orlovsky is right, right? I mean, but still all those teams that he talked about had top 3 defenses, right? So you got an offense, you turn the ball over, you're leaning on your defense to get the ball back. Still you know, turnovers are, are disheartening. I was in the stadium down in Miami, and when Josh threw that interception in the end zone, it took a lot of air out of that stadium because we should have at least walked away with three points, right? So yeah. if you've got a defense that you can rely on, I guess turnovers aren't that big a deal. But if you are a team that your defense is not playing that well and you're turning the ball over, giving the other team opportunities to score, that that is a recipe for losing a football game. So, yeah, that's right, but still – when Josh throws interceptions, I, I don't I don't feel like, hey, no big deal. I'm like, oh my God, that's a drive killing unintentional turnover, you know? Right. right. I think thanks, Mike. I think the difference is you don't want to throw interceptions or turn the ball over, but just like you don't want to punt. And just like you don't want to turn the ball over on downs. And I think what a lot of the conversation gets to is that how you actually finish that drive does it matter? Yeah, sure. How what the, what the level of the mistake is. Let's look at the two drives. On one, Allen throws an interception in the end zone. On another, he throws the ball short of the goal line and Ty Johnson gets blasted and tackled at the one. Both drives ended in zero points. One, the interception, gets more attention. The other is like, oh, wow, you made a mistake and ran out of time, but that doesn't go on the stat sheet as an interception. That doesn't go up there with most turnovers since joining the league. If Allen on that interception, the second one, if he throws the ball incomplete, the drive ends just the same. In fact, in a more advantage, advantageous spot for Miami, 
doesn't get talked about as an interception. It's just a drive ended. If instead they miss a field goal, it's still an unsuccessful drive. If McDermott opts to punt from the 38, that's an unsuccessful drive. And when you're living at the top, when you're living in the penthouse in the NFL offenses, it's just about did you convert or not? Did you score points? And where turnovers are, are bad is that you didn't score points. Like, I'm not going to dispute that. It's just about how much attention we need to give to the the method in which you didn't score the points. If the Bills drive down the field to the Pittsburgh 10 and throw a pick, like, that is bad. You don't want that. But that versus Mike Tomlin and the Steelers driving the Bills to 50 and punting it away, well, that's a smart play. Not really. It's, it's not any different. Successful drives versus failed drives is is the big key. And to your point about the like the other guys that in their defenses, I mean not really. The Chiefs have never had a great defense when they won the Super Bowl. The Rams when they won it had some good star power, but they did not have a top I don't think they had a top 5 defense. Maybe they did. I know every one of those teams had a top 4 offense, top 4 or 5 offense. Which the biggest hurdle the Bills might have, I should look at this in DVOA where the Bills are in DVOA because it's been a while since a team won the Super Bowl without a top six offense, top five, six offense. And the Bills this year, of course, had their most challenging offensive year that they've had. I don't know if, I don't know if it's DVOA or if it's whatever. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll find out that stat. 8030550. I am reminded as you talk about like the, the deflating nature of an interception like that on the Play Callers podcast that Jordan Rodriguez did, which featured. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay and Mike McDaniel, all those, you know, the fancy new coaches off the McVay tree, which was a very good listen. Would highly recommend it. It's a good look into football and how these guys operate. Anyway, Kyle Shanahan's telling a story of when he worked for with his dad, Mike Shanahan, and that they didn't throw a Hail Mary once. There was an opportunity to throw a Hail Mary, and Mike Shanahan's team did not throw a Hail Mary. And Kyle, the young, you know, budding coaching, prodigy, whatever, asked his dad, why? Why wouldn't you just do it? There's no risk to that. And Mike Shanahan's answer was that regardless of the outcome, it's not likely to score a touchdown. If my quarterback gets intercepted, he wasn't afraid it was going to go back the other way for a pick six. Mike Shanahan's concern was that if my quarterback gets intercepted on a Hail Mary, even though I don't care about it, that number is on his card, the interception. That's on his stat line, and it was Mike Shanahan's belief that if a quarterback has one of those, he plays like he has one of those. And that if I can avoid getting in my own quarterback's head, like, I don't want to throw that interception. I don't need it. It's not worth the risk. And at the time, Kyle Shanahan thought it was insane. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Later on, Kyle Shanahan went like later in the episode or in the series said, he had then subscribed. He had since subscribed to the theory that if you get a, a, a quarterback with an interception on their card, they start to shrivel up. A lot of them do. It just plays differently. Maybe it's like a golfer who hit, you hit it in the water on the second hole. Like all of a sudden, every time you see water, you're worried about it. And I, I think there's a interesting point to be made there because this is to me something that gets me to think about Josh Allen. And a credit to Allen. Allen throws an interception early, and what does he do? I don't think he turtles, ever. He might throw another one, right? Or he might just decide to jump over or run through linebackers or make the sickest throw we've ever seen. That's a credit to him. 
he throws a lot of interceptions, and I don't know how often he gets that worried about it, which in his case here is pretty good. So he threw two against the Dolphins in the first half. What did he do in the second half? Played great. What was his final stat line? 30 for 38. He had almost 500 yards of total offense. He threw picks early. Didn't get to him. So to me, that's a part of this too. If you are unable to overcome that mentally, then it might be a bigger problem. I think Allen is. 803-0550. Thanks, Mike, for the phone call. Um, more of your phone calls when we return. 803-0550 to join us. Sal coming up, top of the hour. We'll see uh, the latest on the weather. Got that for you when we get back as well. Looking more and more like a uh, well, a winter game, which winter has barely even arrived. Is that going to be winter's first day? It snowed, what, twice? We got nothing in terms of snow. So winter might show up on Sunday. We can debate how worried you should be about that. I've got a couple tweets on that. Get your Pat Hammer's latest as well. It is a uh, playoff Wednesday. We'll hear from the Bills, get the injury report as well. Sal, top of the hour here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.